Hello, welcome to the Tradey Business School podcast, the only podcast you need to grow your trades and general contracting business. My name is Barry William Magdaletti, and today I'm joined by my co-host Adam Spencer, who is also a new addition to the Tradey Business School team. Adam, how are you doing today? I am very well, Barry. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm excited to be part of the team and uh, part of the podcast now. Absolutely. And mate, I gave you free run of what we're going to speak about today, and you actually chose when should I niche. So today's episode is understanding when you should niche in your trades business. You might be thinking, well, hey, I'm a plumber. Plumbing is my niche, but there is so much more to that. Adam, want to kick us off with this? Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, look, uh, niching is one of those really interesting topics, particularly in the trade space, because niching, I think, is it's spoken about and probably done to death in the internet marketing world. Like it is something's talked about. You'll hear uh, you'll hear coaches talk about it uh, all the time, and and really regularly. Uh, one of the sayings I heard the other day was, "Your niche needs to be an inch wide and a mile deep." Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to plumbing, you know, it ends up being a mile wide. And an inch deep. Do you know what I mean? Um, sometimes we're an inch, we're an inch deep in things that we don't want to be in. But um, but there's so many disciplines within plumbing. In the example that you used, and and many of the other trades, you know, like um, you can just go down so many different paths. But the thing is, you know, just refining that just allows you to talk more directly to the the target market that you're after. You know. Even if you just niche down between commercial and residential, you know, that's kind of one step down to a narrower market. And the the reason that, that niching is so important is because it just allows you to, to really connect and communicate with those, those clients that are very specific to the services that you can provide. Yeah. I, I guess let's talk about like what is niching. And I, so, you know, if this is a term that you're not familiar with or you're new, I remember uh, someone who I followed shared that you should look at niching down three steps. Now, an example of that might be, well, I'm a plumber, right? That's the niche. Mm. I'm a plumber. I do plumbing work. One step down from that would be I'm a plumber that works uh, commercially, right, or works Mm. directly for builders. That's one Mm. step down. A a second step down would be I'm a plumber that works for, for builders on new builds only. Yeah. Right. Now, even further might be for new builds only on townhouses yeah, or or multifamily residential. So the interesting thing is I remember with the Game Changers, you know, for many, many years, we kind of coached everyone in anything and we did a damn good job of it, right? We always generated leads, we made sales, we could generate the results for our clients. Now, I knew as a business owner that niching down was going to uh, improve my business exponentially. I knew that if I niched down, Mm. I would make a lot more money, my lead costs would go down. The quality of my leads would go up and my ability to help them would skyrocket because everything would be specifically tailored for one type of niche. And I also knew for some time that trades should have been my niche, being that's where I came from. <laughs> but I avoided like the play because I'm like, oh, like that sounds boring, like just working yeah. with one type of audience. I know this yeah. is a resistance a lot of it. Partic- I, I think particularly when it means you're going to be working with, you know, people like yourself. And and you know, you know, for me. That's let's like you know the biggest nightmare ever. You know having to deal with fifty, a hundred people just like me that was just as crazy as I was back then. Yeah, and and I can tell you from experience, having gone through that process, like number one, I was no more bored or less bored, more stimulated, less stimulated than when I worked for everyone. Right, it actually yeah. didn't change. Right, no. 
what changed was my business grew faster. Yeah. My lead cr- cost went way, way, way down. The mm. quality of my leads went way up. Mm. Our ability to produce content became so much easier because we were speaking to one specific type of person, right? Mm. And we're still quite broad. Like we're a coaching company for trades and general contract business. I know some yeah. coaching companies that specifically specify in plumbings. Yeah, for sure. Right? Or for sure. Yeah, spark- yeah, Sparkies is another another big one there. Um, yeah. And but I'd love. I'm curious to pick your brains on this because I like you've just you've just hit the nail on the head with um, your resistance to niching, right? And the resistance to niching, something I see all the time, right? It doesn't matter what profession it is, doesn't matter whether it's trades, professionals, or other. Like just that resistance to do it, and and I've got a pretty good idea where it comes from, but I'm curious to know from you. I'd love to get your your knowledge and insights on this. Why did you resist it for so long, knowing that whatever you resist will persist, and that um, that it was really the key to to the next the next growth phase for you? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I guess the reason is the same reason why people stay in shitty, unfulfilled relationships, Adam, mm. because it's the fear of the unknown that stops us moving, right? Yeah, like like we can be in a shitty relationship, we can be in a business that we know is is somewhat struggling, not growing as fast as it could. Mm-hmm. But we know what we know. We, we, we're used to experiencing that level of, of comfort, discomfort, pain, mm-hmm. pleasure, that it's much easier to do what we've always done than to try mm-hmm. something different. Ah, oh, the and, old better the devil you know story. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, you know, like I knew it, my team knew it, you know, everyone I knew yeah, spoke to knew it. And I was like, fuck it, right? Like, but I still resisted. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just start to direct a little bit of our ad budget that way. Let's create a new brand. Let's create a new website. And mm. when that part of the business overtakes the other part of the business, then we go all in. Yeah. And it didn't take too long to go down that path. But as I said, like nothing, nothing changed other than things got a lot easier, right? It got a yeah. lot easier. Our clients got a lot better results. Our business was easy to operate because it was far easier to systemize for specific problems that turned up in that industry versus, you know, when you coach real estate agents and trades business owners and marketing companies and recruitment businesses mm. and, you know, gyms that like, like it, you had different, all businesses are kind of the same, but when you're dealing with markets, you have to yeah. market differently, you have to sell differently, you have to recruit differently. Well, it's like talking in different languages, you know, like I, I found that my my journey specifically, the, you know, the the reluctance to do it for me, it, it's that big F word that you said before, fear, you know, it's if I niche down, then what about all those customers that I'm missing on, missing out on? And what you said as well with around, um, you know, better the devil you know, like for, for a lot of people when they get in and they're in that kind of startup phase and they're really trying to just get things going, spinning their wheels most I'll of the time. I'll do anything for anyone. I'll, I was just about to say that exact same thing. You know, you'll almost sell your soul to the devil and you'll do it over and over and over again just to keep food on the table. But I think it's really important to understand that that, that underpinning fear um, really does keep us stuck. And if you can move from that that fear, lack, scarcity mindset, that niching um, is kind of ca- it's counterintuitive uh, to to go, actually, I want to get really sort of uh, you know really specific in who I serve and who I serve well. But the thing that people forget too is it actually helps us too because mm. it'll like as the business owner, as the person who's serving that per that that client, you know, it really helps us nail down on their needs, their pain points, and 
specifics and and it actually allows us to focus on our genius and yeah. you know do the things that we actually really enjoy doing you know and and be able to move away from the stuff that we we just don't like and i guess one one perspective that we haven't spoken about yet either is think about like you're you're a consumer right now mm. right you pick up the yellow pages or you do a google search or wherever you look for what you need mm. and let's say you're looking for a, a renovation Right? Do you call the builder that specialises in new builds, renovations, decks, pergolias, landscaping? You know, <laughs> like, like, do you call that? Guy? I specialise in everything. Right? Do you call yeah. that guy, or do you call the guy that specifically specialises in extensions and renovations? Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you've got a blocked sewer, do you call a plumber that specialises in everything, or do you call a guy that specialises in sewers? In block sewers, yeah, yeah. Well, and and yeah. to, like to use that example you used before with niching down a couple of steps, do you call the plumber that specialises in sewers or the plumber that, that specialises in block sewers only? Do you yeah. know, like, and they they're because they're the ones that like know all the all the finite details of everything that yeah. happens with a block drain. They'll know the different types of pipes that typically crack, what happens around tree roots, all that sort of thing. And when you got that level of detail, you just talk to people on a different level and they're like, I'll come to you because you are the authority. And I think that that's the key thing to come out of niching down. Yeah. And this, this ties into so much. This ties into your ability to actually charge more than your competitors and win more work. Mm. Right? Because Sounds like a topic for another podcast there. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it could be. But, but, but seriously, you might be going, well, hey, why do I need a niche? Like if you're, if you're in business right now and you're, you're finding it hard to bring in consistent clients, new clients, if you're finding that you're always being beaten on price, if you're finding that you've got a high turnover of staff, that you lack the ability to be able to systemize your business, mm. there's a good possibility right now that you haven't got a clear and defined niche and you're being everything for everyone, which is a very common mistake that most business owners make. Now, it doesn't matter whether you started your trades business six months ago or six years ago. Mm. My recommendation is start to move your marketing communication like conversations, all your efforts in your business towards picking a specific niche mm. because it will make everything far more easier and far more profitable. Imagine going to dinner right now and you're sitting with 12 other people and each speaks a different language, right? Mm. And you can speak English. Imagine mm. if you had to try to have a conversation or share an announcement with 12 people in 12 different languages. Like mm. how effective and efficient would that be and how mm. long would it take? Versus if everyone was a native speaking English speaker and you spoke English. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a similar thing. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's such a powerful tool in the toolbox when it comes to being able to market, you know, funnily enough. But yeah, it it just it really laser focuses in. And and I think the, the key thing to what you were sort of saying before is is move towards that. Like, we don't want you to cut your nose off to spite your face and just go, that's it. I am a plumber that specialises in block drains, block sewers only, uh, because obviously there's another level of distinction there with whether you just do drains or whether you do sewer drains, you know. Um, but th this is the thing, you know, you want to start going, okay, what are we really good at? Yeah. What do we really enjoy? Because that's the thing I think that, that you've certainly nailed down really well is being able to, to focus on and work out who you really enjoy working with and, and what's the work that you love doing and really carve down to a point. You know, I often refer to it as the dagger's tip of what that person looks like because you'll be able to talk to them and tell them about things that 
they haven't even considered. You know, the amount of times I've spoken to really high quality tradesmen on site or trades people, obviously, um, and they talk to you. Do they use technical terms that blow you away? Yes, there's that, but it's just that underpinning knowledge of the whole process, start to finish, and everything that's going to trip us up along the way. That just gives you that that confidence that they're the authority, and I think that's really powerful with niche. Absolutely. So the question we asked at the start of this episode is, when should I niche? The answer to that question is now. If you haven't already, uh, realize there's <laughs> going to be fear there and do it anyway. Yeah. And look, if you enjoyed this episode, you've received some value uh, or any of the previous episodes before, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast listening platform, whether mm-hmm. Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, YouTube, through our Facebook group, Instagram. Regardless, make sure you subscribe, share it with your mates, and we look forward to continuing to help you grow a profitable and healthy trades business. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Thank you, Barry. See ya. 